Welcome back to the One Week Podcast. I'm Jonas. I'm Matthew. And this week we have a special guest, uh, local founder and first president of the Waxahachie Fan Club, Chris Baker, also known as My Father. Hello. <laughs> so this week we are discussing uh, Julian Baker's latest album, Little Oblivions, uh, came out the 26th. Uh, it's her third studio album. She's a Nashville-based artist, um, well-known for working with Phoebe Bridgers and Lucy Dacus and the Boy Genius group. Um, she's known for her potent songwriting, um, often about uh, substance abuse, um, very emotional songwriter, uh, and Little Oblivions holds true to that standard. Um do you want to tell them why we have a guest this oh, week? Oh, yeah. Why is Probably my dad important. here? Um, so my my dad is a big Julian Baker fan. Um, he's the reason I know who she is. Uh, dad, you want to give us a little bit of a rundown of your history with Julian Baker? Okay. Um, so, well, first of all, I will say that I uh, became more aware of Julian Baker or like very familiar with Julian Baker during her like the second album the uh, Turn Out the Lights record. Um, I know that Sprained Ankle was very critically acclaimed and I like that record, but I'm still not as familiar with it. Um, but Turn Out the Lights um, was, uh, it came out in 2017 and it was my favorite record that year. And it just, uh, I mean, I just, it was very sad, but not ter like like, Oversad, I guess, and it just kind of like hit me in the right spot uh, in 2017. But I listened to that record a lot. It was it was very good. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with Turn Out the Lights. I mean, I've listened to it a few times. I'm definitely bigger on um, Sprained Ankle. I love that record. I think it's great. Um, so I was looking <clears throat> for more of that when it came to this release. Um, I think that this release is bigger and bolder than both of those albums in terms of how it sounds because she drifts more towards like full band. I think this is the first time she's like actually had a full band yeah. with her. Well, and I will say, regardless of anything else you think about her previous records uh, compared to this one, that I would have, I would think would be the first thing that you notice is just that there's a there's a there's a band and it's a, like a full sound. I will also say, just as an aside, that on the record, that's her playing all the instruments. Oh, so it's just it's yeah. her, but yeah, just yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, when she's played uh, songs like on Colbert and Seth Meyers and whatnot, like uh, obviously she's got a full band. Yeah. And assuming at some point she'll get to tour this record, it will be a uh, full band. But yes, yeah, she she recorded it. Uh, she wrote it all by herself. You know, she was basically it was it was all. This is a pandemic record. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and uh, I think that that also informs like lyrically and probably like what she was going through uh, mm -hmm. in general. But yeah, it was a pandemic record, so she did everything on her own. Everything was written and produced by her. She played all the instruments. She's twenty five and she's kind of genius. Yeah, kind of. I I guess it. I like when I think of like uh, pandemic records that I've listened to. I think of. Um, the Deerhoof album we listened to and How I'm Feeling Now by Charlie XCX. Charlie. Yeah. Um, and I think of those more talking about like isolation and whatnot. Um, but I think that this album touches on a thing that's uh, probably affected a lot 
I mean, a lot of people that we just don't we don't hear about, and that's like a lot of uh, a lot of people like relapsed if they were yeah. if they had like substance abuse issues, which Julian Baker does. Yeah. Turn out the lights was her kind of a recovery record, and mm-hmm. this is her relapse record. For so sure. Julian Baker is Eminem. 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 Well, yeah. essentially, yeah. yeah. You'll see a lot of parallels. I, they're both. Yeah. Lyrical, miracle, spiritual. They got some raps. Yeah. Yep. She spits it. I don't know. Spits. Yeah. Um, so let's get into everybody's personal takes on the um, record. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, since it was my pick. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go last because I'm the least Julian Baker in the group. So You, you, you know nothing. I'd be like, yeah, it was cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I'll open by saying... I think it was a good record. Like I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely like hard. Like it's it's like twelve straight tracks of like, oh man, things are rough and and I'm going through it. Um, so it's not it's not like an easy listen, but not in so far as like it's not enjoyable to listen to. It's just like this is not easy like background music because i don't want to i'd feel disrespectful putting something on in the background that's a, a, so emotionally potent um the thing that i recognized in like in my first listen of this album was a lot of it feels like church music <laughs> um which is not necessarily a criticism because i know julian baker is um a religious individual um, that is a is a big uh, influence on a lot of her songwriting, um, but I personally, if it feels like I could hear it in the auditorium of like church, that like threw me off a little bit, you know. Now not every song was like that, but it felt like hmm. definitely in the middle of the record, which is the portion of the record I struggle the most with, because it just feels like I'm sitting through. The 15 minutes of music that I have to stand for before the the service started. There's um, like a timer on the big screen yeah. waiting it's for the pastor to come out. I didn't. It never occurred to me about that. I mean, I know she's got a religious background, yeah. and I know that that's another struggle she has and everything. But that never. And I grew up in that stuff. Yeah. It never really occurred to me. And no, it definitely felt like like I could see uh, Julian Baker on mic two while <laughs> like stock image bald guy with big beard is on mic one and they're both playing guitar and yeah. singing will, about god i will also say if it's okay and i don't know if this is the exact format yeah. but like uh to to uh respond also to like your like disrespectful that you wouldn't want to make it like background music i almost think in some ways that a fuller sound would allow it I, I think you almost could listen to this one in the background more than her first two records yeah because her first two records are so spare you know like sparse yeah. like you know it's almost hushed yeah. in a lot of places and so you can't re- I mean like it would be very difficult to like have that record on in the, those two records on in the background this one because it does sound so good to at least in my to my ear like it can play in the background a little bit easier even though that's probably not what the intention is. I yeah. mean, it's certainly not intended to be background music, but I mean, yeah. it works a little bit more. If you listen in, you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody really makes a record with the intent of it being background music. Real estate. Okay, yeah. That's guess, true. Yeah, yeah. You got me with that That's one. pretty yeah. wallpaper. Yeah. But it is, it, they're pretty, yeah, I like them. It's but, yeah, good wallpaper. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I think if you listen to anything enough, it it, it you'll be you can accommodate to it mm. being like in the background. But definitely in the first few listens, I was like, I need to be attentive mm-hmm. to this. Like I, I I zeroed in on on everything she was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think the the strongest part of this record for sure is the the songwriting, which is crazy to me that. Julian Baker and Phoebe Bridgers and Lucy Dacus are all like in boy genius because all of them are such like phenomenal songwriters like like I like some of the best songwriters who are making music in the scene that they're making right now like I I think that there's the thing that I really liked is it felt like majority of these songs now not all of them but a majority of these songs are addressing another person and the lyrical content implies that it could be addressing a significant other in a relationship or maybe a family member or something or it could be addressing God which I thought was really cool like there was nothing again with a few exceptions there was nothing that was so like explicitly like oh she's talking about like whoever she's in a relationship with and it couldn't be that that relationship was her relationship with God, which, if you know Julian Baker, you know is like very uh, like a, a a big point of contention in her music. You know, because she's lesbian and grew up in the church, and there is a lot of you know complications there. A little bit. Yeah, you know how the church is. I'm not going to get into it. Not, not going to do it. Not, not going to get into it. Um, but I thought that was super cool. Um. I I want to talk about song in E, because uh, I could talk about that song for a very long time. Um, this is by far my favorite songwriting on the album. Maybe just because it like feels like the most like relatable to me. But like just the idea of like I wish I had my problems because of you directly, but I know in reality. I have these problems because it's something I need to deal with or problems mm-hmm. I have. Um, I think that's super strong. Like, yeah. I just, I, that I, opening I love lyric that. Is yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. It's great. The opening lyric is I wish that I drank because of you and not only because of me. Um, I, I absolutely love this track. Um, so those are like my initial thoughts and we can get into more discussion after you guys go over yours, but dad, you go ahead Okay, so again, the first thing that struck me, well, I will say this. Um, I was looking forward to this record more than I've looked forward to a record in a very long time. And so with that comes like a certain level of expectation that could be easily let, you know, like, like a letdown. Or you could, I also think, sometimes almost be um, like apologetic for it because you were looking forward to it so much mm-hmm. that like you kind of make excuses for it. And I just genuinely think that uh, that it just delivered. I mean, like it just like it was really. I loved it. I love it, and I'm just. Be, I I don't think that there's. Uh, I just don't think that there's any uh, like of me like like kind of uh, hoping that it was good or anything like that. I just think it's great. I think that again, right away, I noticed like the full band and but her vocals are tremendous. She's just got such a great voice and it's so expressive and it. 
she is a great lyricist, but it almost doesn't matter in some ways. And I know that, I mean, if you took her great lyricism out of it, it would definitely take something from the artist that she is. But also, she just sounds amazing, and the songs sound amazing. And you could really enjoy this record without necessarily paying as much attention to the lyrics as I like to. And I think that that is, you know, I mean, that's a, a compliment to the record. It just sounds great. Um, the songs are strong. Um, I don't think there's any lull. I didn't think that it sounded like church, but that's just me. And like, not, I, uh, not yeah. every song sounded like church. Yes, yeah. but like, that's right what I heard middle. you say. I heard you say every. That's song. what I heard. Yeah. All right, but um, right. I guess yeah. I'm I mean, I was I was just super pleased. I know that this lyric, the lyrical content is is dark. Um, there's no, I read something where she said she wasn't looking for silver linings at all on this one. Like, you know, like I didn't it was interesting. It was interesting. She's one thing that she said, and as it relates to like the pandemic kind of like record is that she said a lot of times she would be, she would write when she was on tour and she'd play a new song and she'd realize like how these lyrics would sound to like a, an audience, but she didn't have that at all. So she's just living with those lyrics. Yeah. And so there was no like reason to make them try to resonate with anybody else, you know, I guess, yeah. if that makes sense. And I feel like you can tell, like, she's really hard on herself uh, more than, she's, she's yeah. way more hard. It's like Elliot Smith-ish yeah. Yeah. Um, to me. She does not, she does not cut herself any slack nope. at all. She feels very, like, guilty. She, and yeah. it makes me feel bad because I just, like, I want to call up Julian and be mm -hmm. like, Hey man, it's okay. Hey man, we yeah. got the same last. But she's like, really, you know? she's really smart. I, when you read her uh, interviews and stuff, she's very clear-headed about it. She's not like mopey for the sake of being mopey. And she even said in an interview that I read that she was like, you know, I I realize the potential for these kind of lyrics to kind of be misconstrued or like, you know, uh, taken in ways that I don't really intend. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to be honest. And hopefully yeah. people will take them the way that I mean for them too. But like, um, she's really, really smart, and and she's not just throwing stuff out there. She's thinking these lyrics through. Yeah. But I will say, wrap Orion's belt around my neck and kick the chair out. Yeah. What? That's rough. Yeah, that is rough. That was on. Um, That's on a heat wave. Heat wave. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that song's real good. It is. Yeah. That's, it's a That's one of my song. favorites on the record. Um, okay, I guess I'll give my thoughts. I'll probably have the shortest little bit here because um, I'm like in the middle of these two. The only the only song I didn't really like was Hardline. That felt the most like church. I was gonna think like radio <laughs> pop, but church felt a lot better because yeah, it's like that like big overblown. Like it reminded me of Imagine Dragons. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Like that, no. that kind of like a big. I'd rather it remind you of church. <laughs> like because like the songwriting's good, but I don't like the big like overblown like single drum beat like her yelling there's over definitely it. Definitely like a swelling at some point. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I get that. I, I didn't. Guess. I didn't like it that much. It felt like very like over dramatic even though she's singing about a very potent thing lyrically it's strong but yeah, yeah it felt like an imagine dragons trying to be like super like super edgy and all that <laughs> but it, but um the rest yeah the instrumentals are really good um and the songwriting is definitely the best part of the whole thing um i feel like when you're discussing something like this you don't even need to be a good songwriter you can just like say what's happening and it's going to be good 
but she still like elevates it to a different level she doesn't just talk about like oh it's another night and i'm like drinking again it's like oh like i don't think i deserve like mercy or help from people because of the things i do it's very outward Mm -hmm. and like how her addiction is making other people feel and how it thinks that it's making them feel and that's what i like so much about it i don't think i've heard a lot of addiction records i probably have and i've probably heard a lot of addiction songs but this feels the most like personal because it's definitely like stuff she's experienced it feels very like fitted for just her it's not like vague lyrics it's Mm. very i think there's not like a wasted breath on this whole record and I will say also, if this record is anything like her last record, for me, it will only... And I know a lot of people say this about a lot of records. Oh, well, it's a grower. Like, you, the more you listen to it, the more... But, like, that, her second record, I liked it more every single time I listened, to the point where, at some point, I couldn't live without it, almost. Like, I had to listen to it a lot. And I just have the feeling that this will be the same way. Because the melodies are great. I mean, the lyrics are great. It's, yeah, it's... It will be one that I think is uh, continually rewarding in different ways. Yeah, I I don't know that I've heard a record that is not even necessarily about addiction, but just about like a personal experience in this regard, where like the end of the record is not like uplifting or like maybe things will be okay or like looking towards maybe things be okay being okay. Like, the last track is Zip Tie, and it is just, like, yeah, no, like, this might just suck for, like, (laughs) indefinitely. No no light at the end of the time. And Zip Tie is the most blatantly religious song on the record, which I found interesting. Yeah, Um, in that interview that you sent me, uh, she, like, says that she looks at how humanity treats itself and thinks, like, does... God ever regret like saving humanity, <laughs> yeah, and that's kinda... that's the end of the record. Yep, which like it's a great song. No, too, it's great. But, yeah, it's... I also think that like I there's don't... no there's no respite in this record. There's no like no which and, and I'm honestly I'm glad for that because if yeah. there was a song that all of a sudden became like this lighthearted one, I would think this is dumb. It'd this is like out the of black place. sheep. Yeah, yeah. I guess the white sheep in this case. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I'm glad she ended it the way that she did just because not that I think I'm like super negative about everything, but just like just sometimes there's not a happy ending mm-hmm. and I don't know that I wanted to hear a happy ending by the end of this record. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't think Julian Baker feels like she's had a happy ending in terms of like in the process of making this album. Um, cause I'm, you know, this is like struggling with like substance abuse is an ongoing thing. There's no point in life where you're just going to be like, cool, that chapter's done. Like I'm, I'm done worrying about that now. Um, so it's, it's like, uh, it, it's, it's an ending that is like, you, you need to just wait and see more. I don't know. It's, I, I, it's like honest. Yeah. It's a very honest record. Yeah, not not a lot of beating around the bush at all. Um. I will also say though, and and not to like, and, and I'm not trying to find the silver lining or dumb it down, but I will also say it is a record, and it's partly because of the way that she arranges it and, and the full band. Where like, if she ever gets to tour this record, 
it's gonna sound great. These yeah. songs are gonna sound great live. Yeah, mm-hmm. she. I I think she has a good like voice for stage presence and whatnot. Also, I just want to take a second and talk about um, repeat. I think that's my favorite like ending of a track on the whole album because what I really like in terms of Julian Baker's vocals is when she like belts out something very repetitively. Like I think one of if not my favorite track on Sprained Ankle is Rejoice because by the end of that track she's just repeating the same line getting like louder and louder and sounding more desperate yeah. and the same thing goes for repeat yeah. where it's just like I'm going to say the same thing mm-hmm. but it's going to convey a different emotion with each time I say it or an amplified emotion yeah. and I think that's super like she's just she's just powerful yep. you know Yeah I don't I don't know what they got going on over at Boy Genius but it's figured out Yeah it, Phoebe Bridgers is so good that she got Grammy noms just for the songwriting. Yeah. How good how good do you have to be for that to happen when you're like a small indie artist? She's like not even small anymore. She was on Kid Cudi's album. Because she broke in with Punisher. Like she Like I don't even care about that album, but I know a lot of people do. Yeah, no, that's definitely mainstream success. And I feel like I feel like Julian Baker could also reach that, especially with this record. I feel like it's a lot more accessible, at least sonically. Mm-hmm. Um, I so she's definitely getting more traction publicly for this one than the last and two. She's put out three records this good. She's twenty-five. Yeah, that always amazes me. She put out Sprained Ankle in twenty fifteen. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's like ridiculous. I'm like almost twenty out. I what have you done? I can't do that. <laughs> I haven't done anything. I've had either. to like switch college majors. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't think I can make records like this. I don't even know how to write music. Start making really poor coping decisions, yeah. and then okay, that's where you can done. write something. I need something powerful. to drop. I haven't yeah. been through anything yet. Yeah. Do you want me to like? hire a hit on a family member of yours so you uh, have to like go through a grieving process um, i guess <laughs> I who, do you, who do you want it to be like a sibling or a parent a parent would be more meaningful i think <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if i had to be honest all right I'll, I'll see what i can do all right do you guys want to get into closing remarks sure all right so um for my closing remarks uh mm-hmm. thought it was great um I thought I thought the opening and closing were really what shined. I it loses me a little bit in the middle just because again I feel like it sounds like church music waiting for the twelve stone service to start, <laughs> um, which is a little rough. But the songwriting at no point lulls. I do think like tracks like five through eight are just a little bit like they I I get a little bit distracted. Um, but overall, I still really liked it. My favorite song, definitely Song in E. I know I talked about it earlier. I don't really need to repeat myself. But yeah, that one, like, I was like, oh, cool. Julian, like, went into my brain and took my thoughts and then made them pretty lyrics. Um, she made it pretty. So overall, I'm feeling a B- minus on this record. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. All right. Dad? All right. Um, so obviously I loved it Um, my favorite tracks first of all I think track 2, 3, and 4 from Heatwave to Faith Healer to Relative Fiction it's just such a strong stretch of music 
Yeah. I mean, like I we sat one more time listening to it before we recorded, and I was just thinking, wow, those are three really great songs in a row. Yeah. Um, and I think right now, and it will change, but I think right now my favorite song is either Relative Fiction or actually or Favor, the one with the Favors, boy yeah. genius good. Uh, yeah. with Phoebe Bridges and Lucy Dacus. Favor and Relative Genius, I think right now are my favorites. But it, it's an A minus for me. I mean, yeah. it's it's. I just think it's so very good. Yeah. I my guess is, in a couple of months we'll be talking about this, at some at some point, Dad, and you will be like A minus. I was lowball. I was lowballing it. <laughs> How could I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Matthew. Okay. So overall, for me, I really liked it. Um, thought it was very strong. Very strong statement. Um, I hate it when music is like so-so. I like it when I get punched in the face every song, which is great. Um, favorite track, probably Relative Fiction, just because I really like the instrumental and also the like concepts brought about. Um, least favorite, Hardline, but you guys already knew that. I kind of compared it to the worst band right now, so <laughs> my bad. Um, so overall, probably a solid B. Um, I'm going to definitely listen to her previous two projects now. Because uh, she's good, and you actually also can be the deciding vote. Because oh, yeah. I'm a big, uh, you know, turn out the lights, and he's sprained ankle, so you yeah. can you can we decide. Got sprained ankle in the vinyl yeah. box out there. Yeah, I'll I was just... not expecting me to be the lowest on this. I like, yeah. I don't, I don't know I'm why. Not, I, I, yeah. I, I definitely thought... expected your dad to be the highest. Yeah, that yeah. would be yeah. I mean, I, There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. There's I know. nothing wrong with I, that. I'm a, I'm like if 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 this was like a like an episode about soccer mommy i'd probably be an a going into it regardless yeah. and if it was about like but if it but like if i was disappointed if it was just you know if it was disappointing i think i'd be able to be honest enough about that i just yeah. don't think it is at all no i you know i yeah i don't i don't there's some artists that i just don't think are gonna really put out bad music no you know? she's just like, she's just you know, some people are just good yeah yep i don't know how they do it but they just yep. good yeah um all right, so it's the end of the month. This was the last uh, February. I mean, it, it'll be posted by the time February is over. But like, this February is already yeah. over. We're yeah. recording on March second. Yeah. Yep. Uh, way to make me sound like an idiot, dummy. <laughs> um, but it's the last time to talk about uh, our favorite releases from February that we didn't talk about on the podcast. Um, I got two that I want to go over. Um, I feel a lot stronger about these two that I'm talking about for February than the two I talked about for January. Um, there was just so there was a lot of good stuff that came out this month, man. Um, I listened to a lot of good stuff from. I, I February was better for music for me than January was in terms of old stuff I'd listened to and new stuff. But uh, first thing I want to go over is uh, where is it? Did I write it down? Yes. Um, Slow Ties new release Tyron that's uh, I for many months now I had been craving like uh, just a good rap album that was like not like really weird experimental stuff as much as I love that I sometimes feel like I, I just want to go back to like some normal good hip-hop and Tyron was definitely that I think Slow Tie kills it on that album um, it doesn't overstay its welcome or anything it's got a very good mix of crazy good bangers and then also like genuinely good reflective songs 
Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to go over, which I think was probably my favorite thing that came out in February, was an EP from Lava LaRue uh, called Butterfly. That's butter hyphen fly. It's like five tracks of just really fun, bouncy, like hip-hop, R&B kind of music. Um, I freaking loved it. It was it, it just made me want to like move around, and I don't dance, but it made <laughs> me want to. I loved that. But you EP. still didn't, though. I mean, you know, in yeah. private, maybe. Right. You'll never know. Yeah. No one ever will. Um, but those are, those are the things I wanted to talk about. Did either of you guys have February releases that you wanted to mention? Dad, you get to even though this well, is just a guest yeah. appearance. Well, I don't know if I uh, mentioned the Julian Baker record in February. But I hadn't heard besi- Okay, so like, uh, I will say there's a record by a band called Wild Pink that I've enjoyed quite a bit. Um, it's like a little bit like, I'm not a huge fan of the band War on Drugs, but I'm fairly familiar with like how they sound and how they make me feel like just like there's a certain like a certain feel to them. And Wild Pink kind of this particular record reminds me of that in a good way. Like I think actually I like it better than War on Drugs. Um, But the one that I really liked uh, besides the Julian Baker record is Katie Kirby. Um, I think the record is called Cool Dry Place. I don't have it in front of me, but um, that is what it's called. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, my favorite record last year was Waxahachie's record. And I'm not saying it's in that category, but it kind of kind of reminds me of that type of music. She's a really strong songwriter. It's like a half an hour, so it's a really quick, easy listen. But um, but there's really strong songs on there, and it's a, it's a really good record. Super folksy, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I, I also enjoyed that record, yeah. Matthew, you have anything? Um, so I checked. This actually came out in January. So this might be cheating. You're cheating. But um, what's it called? Okay, it's called Brass. It's a collaborative rap album by More Mother and Billy Woods. I think Billy Woods does um, the production on there. Um, Just very solid. Very it's for all for all my abstract hip hop fans out there. (laughs) If you're tired of all the 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 Drake on the radio, you listen to this one. Um, Just like very good. Very um, it's like a a lot darker tone because more mother does a lot of that and um it's just really good i would consider it like an essential abstract hip-hop album um if you want to get into the genre it's not like super off-putting not like crazy off the wall so you can get into it even if you're like a mainstream hip-hop fan but yeah that's probably something even though it came out january yep we don't run a we'll allow it um all right so that's it for the wrapping of February 2021, which means all we have left to go over is what are we listening to for next week, Matthew? Um, so there's an album that's been getting a lot of buzz recently. Um, it's the first album from, uh, I think they make noise rock, I think, but it's more like poppy. Um, it's a band called Black Country New Road. It's their first album, and it's already making a huge splash, at least in music circles. It's called For the First Time. came out this year. So we're going to be listening to that for next week's episode. Hopefully it's good. It's a good choice. Yeah. I usually hope things are good. It's I mean, a good outlook. Uh, you know, maybe I'll pick something that I know I'm going to hate just so we can well, trash on it. But. Wasn't that the point of the Weezer 
selection. Okay, I went into the like Weezer selection. <laughs> I picked thinking, the Weezer one like, also. Maybe oh, it would okay. be okay, and oh, I didn't right. trash on it entirely. Mm-kay. I trashed on a few tracks. I still gave oh. it like a like a solid okay rating. Oh. It was like below average, but not like it wasn't an F. You know? Right. Don't I can't I talk about Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> I can't talk about Weezer. Uh, you had too much baggage on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.